1: Shawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
2: Shawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. See this, uh, how would you describe this morning in New York now we're looking at on ESPNU outside Seaport, Jay, in lower Manhattan? Uh, it's a little bit foggy, you know. Is it steely? Yeah. Is it steely? not quite Porsche. steely gray? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, partially cloudy.
2: Why is steely gray? It's not quite. Yeah, see
3: exactly. By the way, I'm getting a lot of questions, Max. A lot <laughs> yeah. of questions online. It says, "Coach in, you know,
2: Seth Greenberg, hanging out with us in
3: Genesis." It says, "Let us create man in our image. Who is us and who is our?"
2: Well, now you're doing a, a close reading of a religious <laughs> text, decade, Jay. Dude, didn't help me
1: there. No, not
3: So I got another one for you, Max. Yes, go ahead. Who was the first person to use toilet paper? Why is that not documented?
2: It may be documented as a matter. Of can't fact. find it anywhere. I don't know the answer to that question. However, I don't know See why things that's. Things you wake up for. <laughs> these are not. There are questions like this that, like some comedian will ask or philosopher will ask, that are interesting. None of these fall into that category. These are the idiotic versions of those kind of questions. Which you is why to we answer need answers. answers if they get through Columbia.
1: But you can't
3: answer the idiotic questions. I, why it, not? It's
2: not an issue of not being able. To well, it answer doesn't them. seem like you're. you're issue are equipped you, well
3: enough. What do you mean? by... Intellectually, to answer the questions. So,
2: so, so. So, at apparently some you're not point, that smart. Max, at some I know it all, point, At some point, <laughs> people figured out that a way to clean themselves was like this, and then at, you know, it, at, at some point in time, someone, somewhere used something that you would say... But that's not a real ...qualified answer. as paper and therefore toilet paper, right? And at, at a certain point, that became mass-produced. So, like, you really want to know the identity of the first person? Why is that interesting to you? But Seth may know. Did do you, did you know, know the guy,
1: Seth? Yes or no? Let, let me tell you something. You guys need help. Did you? There's did no you doubt know about the guys? You guys are talking about toilet paper. So, like, yeah. well, I got a question. Why yes. do you need a tissue to blow your nose? As
2: opposed oh, that's to? That's a great question. As
3: opposed to what? <laughs> that's a
1: great
2: you know, a napkin. Just it out. I sometimes use napkins. We're well, you use what's done. handy. You prefer a tissue. It's a little softer. If you blow your nose a lot, it gets a little sore over here, so you use a tissue. It's you softer. You on your mouth. I'll, I'll, well, if you are a runny nose know, all day. I'm going to save this show right now. <clears throat> yeah.
1: Chris Paul and Golden State, good or bad? See, I just flipped it. You that, just right? flipped it. Wow. Yeah. Look at yeah. you. I mean, I mean because you know, eventually people really don't want to know about wiping your ear end and then, you know, blowing your nose.
2: I
3: mean, we got a guy. I didn't <laughs> want to know in the first place. I didn't. We got a guy, Frank, in West Palm that does not like when we go on random tangents. Frank, what do you know?
2: think? Eight eight eight. Say ESPN seven two nine three <laughs> seven seven six. We haven't taken a single call today, Coach. Seriously, before we get to Chris Paul, Wemba Yeah. Now, anyone as hyped as this guy has, anyone like LeBron, Kareem, Shaq. This, you know, Shaq under this, the other two guys also super hyped. That's how Wemba You Nyama, I would say, in my experience not as, quite as much hype as LeBron, maybe a little more hype than Shaq or something like Shaquille. International. Yeah. These guys won multiple championships, right? Now, usually the way the things are set up in the NBA, everyone signs the extension, right, if they can. And then if they don't like where they are in year six, they ask to be traded, right? Because don't, don't wind up with nothing when we leave in year seven. Trade me now and get something back in year six. So that means if everything goes wrong, and I don't think it will, it's Greg Popovich franchise, is it fair to say this kid's got to win an NBA title in the first six years he's in the league? Is, is that too much expectation?
1: Six years is probably right on the cusp. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, you're only as good as the people around you. I mean, you know, they have money, they've got good young players, they got to keep good young players. He's got, you know, he's got to stay healthy. He's got to acclimate to the NBA, and you know, you say eighty-two game schedule, can he play seventy? You know, I'm interested in how many games Pop plays him. You know, we always talk about load management. Pop is the godfather of load management.
2: Uh, As Jay pointed out earlier, yeah.
1: But his skill set is unique. I still, and it's my only if, my only if is, look, defensively, he's going to be a dominant player. Just a dominant player. But, you know, offensively, he's a four guy that's really more comfortable playing like a Dirk Nowitzki, play away from the basket, knock down jumpers. I, my only thing is some six eight physical NBA defender gets up and underneath him. I think that's gonna how, how people are going to try to guard him. But, no, I, I think that's realistic. But you know what? It's realistic, but, like, there are a lot of guys that have never won NBA championships that were really, really good.
3: But not Well, well here, here, here's what hype. I'm going to say. You ready? So if we're making an argument that he is one of the most hyped NBA draft, draft prospects in the history of basketball— you're comparing him to LeBron James or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Those two have won championships. So it's not unfair expectations for the hype coming around Victor Wimbayama to win a championship for the San Antonio Spurs. Now, it took LeBron yeah. three years to do it. Right. Right, But, like, these are the expectations that come with that rarefied air.
2: And Wait, um, it took LeBron how long to
3: do it? Well, it took him, what, no, it took four? LeBron longer. longer, longer, set,
2: longer yeah, right? three to make Seven, the playoffs. Three to make the playoffs. Right? Yeah, to get to the, finals, to get to the finals. To get to the finals, which was amazing. It was yeah. very quick considering what he Sorry, had around him. Amazing, misspoke, yes. But but like not until his second year in Miami, yeah, did he win one. Right, he didn't even. go so, he had to with, go back to Cleveland to look get at one. The players, but he didn't have Popovich. He won those championships. Thank you. That's right. what right. I, I told
3: 100%. Max. Who your GM and who your coach is matters. Sure.
2: It matters yeah, yeah, of
3: course. for these guys. Yeah.
2: No like one they're does they're it dudes. by themselves. You can, Iverson or, 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 or LeBron can drag a team that probably shouldn't be there to the finals. Exactly you ain't going right. to win the whole thing by yourself. So can you we look at some
3: to. of the most hyped players that have gotten drafted since the 2000? Sure. right. So LeBron James, obviously, won multiple yep. championships, considered one of the greatest players to ever do it. Right? Yep. Top three. Uh, you have Zion Williamson who's still trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like it, It's crazy. For all the hype... Like you're wondering if Zion Williamson like will continue to be in the league with the knee issues and some of the injury issues. But there were in five questions years. about. I think again. Sure. But still, I'm talking about hype.
2: Yes, hype. hype. But but uh, along with the hype, and part of the hype was around. Can someone like this, shaped like this, is he a perimeter player? He's not a rim defender. He's not exactly a big. Oh, defender. he's a
1: rim. Defender. But but it, it is, is like unquestioned. No, no, no. What defensively? Oh, you got him going. It is unquestioned. Go. Got him going the second he steps on the floor. Mm-hmm. He is one of the most unique and impactful defenders in the NBA. His, like we, we talk about range offensively. His range defensively. You're talking his, about? i oh, Okay, it, I'm, so,
2: I'm saying Zion. Oh, Zion. Right, Zion oh. wasn't. Oh, That's Zion part of the problem.
1: Zion is, is sabotaged his own career because to be a great <clears> player, <throat> you can't get better and can't be impactful until you're in shape. And his inability to have the discipline to get in shape and be in the condition you need to be in to be the impactful player that when he does play – and he's not even in shape. When he does play, he plays at an MVP level. The problem is he, he needs someone organizationally in his inner circle has got to get him to get the light bulb to go on to say – If I continue to do what I'm doing, I'm going to continue to get the same results. Coach,
2: the the, like, but Jay's point is, let's compare Wembanyama to other guys who were super hyped in this century, starting 2000, right, Jay? Mm -hmm. And my point about Zion is, yes, he had enormous hype around him, but part of the intrigue was, unlike a guy like, Patrick Ewing never won a title, but he was super hyped and no one ever asked, is that the type of player who can win a title? Yes, he was like the prototype. David Robinson, same thing. Shaq, same thing. Absent. Yeah, like those guys looked like the kind of guy who Zion. Part of the hype was can a guy shaped like that? He's not exactly perimeter. He's Sponge not Bob the, Squarepants. Yeah, can he win a title? So I think that's a little different. Okay, I think it's a little Kevin
3: different. Durant.
2: I don't think he was as hyped as as the most hyped guys. no. Ever. no. I mean, but
3: since the 2000s. Well, he well was, yeah, he's yeah, since them. the 2000s. Like, but this, this, this hype is like this hype is very different. I agree because
1: of the international intrigue, because of social media, because of. You know, having everything streamed. I mean, all his games were, were streamed on NBA.com.
3: I got another one. Anthony Davis. He was hyped. He was hyped. And he won, won a championship. And he won a chip. Yeah. Won, but who did he win it with? No
2: doubt. Everyone LeBron. needs help.
3: LeBron. Yeah. Right? I mean, it,
2: it, it's KD not. KD was not even the first overall pick. But I think to say they're the most hyped, you got to be the first overall pick. But, but, and then but, some. But KD, KD like could
1: bench a 30, yeah. But KD can't bench 135 pounds. Derek
2: Derrick okay. Rose.
1: Yeah, hype, but not in, not in the same...
2: Not in the same not not in the same. The same but I know what you mean. You're saying in the last, 20, in the last 23 years. 23 years, yeah. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was hyped for the last 23 years, for sure. But I think that Wembanyama is a... You can't just go back to 2000 because he's hyped at historical levels. I think the only comps are Kareem, LeBron, Shaq. Maybe that's about it, that have yeah, been hyped like this. All those guys won championships. All of them did. And in fact... They all. Did, this is what they all won championships, not all with the team that drafted them. LeBron went back to the team that drafted him to win another championship. Shaq had to leave Orlando, <laughs> but he did get to a championship with Orlando, right? Yeah. But but they all won championships. Yeah, I mean, I you like, need
1: dudes you beside need. you to win a champion. Like like all those guys sought out situations where there was a, a Robin, yeah. to their Batman.
2: And the Robin has to be a hellified player too, because Shaq had Penny, I'm and cur- that wasn't enough.
1: It's not
3: definitely in the name of Victor Wimbayama or Shaq, but I mean, I'm just maybe maybe I'm just biased towards it mm. because I was part like Yo Yao Ming was yeah, one he of the was. Big, he was one of the most hyped dudes. Oh, I mean I, I, I was I thinking about you, that more Jay. You're right. Like in the year right. I came out, it was yeah. like I remember people before saying like Yo Jay, you come out your sophomore, year, you're gonna be the first pick in the draft, and the Washington Wizards want you. I'm like damn. And then I stay another year. I'm like, oh, I'll be the first week next year. And then this dude started coming around. It was like, people just forgot I was even – I was like, hold on, I'm two-time national player of the year. And nobody – was all about Yao Ming. In, the war, in China, it was everywhere. Jay, you're I've right. Never you brought seen this up before. yesterday.
2: And I, and I was like, no, because it didn't fit into my thing of the most hyped win championships. But you're right. Yao was incredibly hyped. And in fact, back then, he was talked about like in the TV show. I remember I was hosting Yo, Around Man. the Horn. The two guys we made sure to talk about every day were LeBron James and Yao Ming. We made sure to get Yao Ming in every show.
3: You're right. He was super We I mean, turned happy. into like a street sling. like, Yao Ming? You know what I'm saying, yeah. son? Right. Yao, Yao Ming? Like, it's just, yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to tell you. It was the weird, it was the craziest thing ever. And the way the NBA, look, Seth, make mm. fun of the picture here. We're going to see an ESPNU. Oh that's my, f- that's because,
1: my favorite. I was I was literally just now thinking about this. This is the greatest picture in the history of the draft right here. So,
3: you're like mini me. This, this is not until. Yao's in the in, foreground, wait, Jay. What is, were you this thinking? This is not until 2012 <laughs> that I had to interview Yao in Houston. And you're seeing below it on ESPN your picture of, you know, Jay Redick, who's 6'4", with Victor Wimayama. But I literally sat down next to him, Seth. And it wasn't until this point I really realized it because I am still angry until this day that I was the second pick in the draft until the first. And I'm sitting there angry. looking at him. And I'm yeah. saying, I get it. I understand. Like, you are. Like, I'm staring up at you just like in awe. That, that, it's like I'm that, looking that at an alien. I've ever
2: seen. First of all, the basket is way up in the air. It selects out for size. right? Who, why did KD go second? Because, Greg, it's easy to – I mean, KD is tall too, but it's easy to project size in the NBA. And
3: Wipunyama. But this dude was doing the Mike and Ike drill. I'm telling you, I've never seen this before. I'm sure Victor can do it the same way. I've never some. you know where the Mike and Ike drills, Max? Like, where you're literally taking the ball, you're doing a layup on one Mike, side, you grab the yep. ball, right? You go back in the left side. Mike and drill. The Mike and Drill, yeah. I said Mike and Ike. I said Mike and Ike. The Mike and Ike. I know your
1: kids like Mike and Ike. I love
3: Mike and Ike. They're so good. George Think about candy. George, yeah, the Mike and Drill. Can't believe I said Mike and Ike. Mike and Ike. Good candy. Now i call the Mike and Ike.
2: This is butcher everything. The Mike and Drill. But you've called it on this show before. I thought maybe that was slang for it. What do I know? It's like now and
3: laters. I'm like, you get this new pack, of Nihilators? You're like this now and laters. I'm like, really? Really? Yeah. was Annihilators. Literally, Yao Ming, during the mic and Drill, was not jumping off the ground. Dunking the ball, I've never seen that before. Who dunks the ball without jumping off the ground?
2: Wemba Yama could do that from half court, I think.
3: But like that's so long. That's what you're getting, Seth. I mean, just coming down the lane, he is such a deterrent. Just standing there, arms up with that wingspan. Just put your arms up, dude. Did
1: did I I hear right? Does he have an eight foot wingspan? Wemba Yama. About contesting, like, like here's the thing. People say he can be in drop coverage, contain the ball, and protect room at the same time.
2: By the way, I saw, I, saw, I saw A.D. do that. A.D. was a guy who could guard the pick and roll. at this right. He could guard ball at the same time. But this guy takes that to the next level. He,
1: he can literally be in drop coverage, guard the ball, and, and then take. And, and and then the other thing he can do is, you know, he's got one foot in the lane, one foot out of the lane, and he can take away your corner three. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's different. I mean, I, you know, I mean, Seth like, Greenberg, Coach crazy. Seth Greenberg, thanks for hanging out with us. That's way, it. What are you, what, You're leaving us? You, do not, do not you, you
3: just know? come in and hang out with us and just leave? I'll do
2: whatever you want. I still yeah. got 45 minutes. Yeah, co- yeah. Coach, hang out. Let's we'll take some calls. 888-SAY-ESPN.
4: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. g Jay J-Will, and Max, the podcast. Let's take some calls. We haven't taken a
2: single call all day, 888-SAY-ESPN. Viston in Illinois. What's going on, Viston?
5: Hey, what's going on, Max? What you got?
2: You got me? We got you. Okay. Hey, man, I
5: got a whole thing about the grilling, cooking out, and barbecue. I got a couple problems with Canty, and I got a problem with Keyshawn, too, a little bit.
2: Well, they're not here today, but what is the problem?
5: Well, when you're grilling, that's with your immediate family. Okay? That could be gas gas or charcoal. That could be either or. I think that's a solid definition of grilling. Go ahead. Now, when you're cooking out, that's with others. You know, maybe a couple other family members, maybe a friend or two. Mm-hmm. You know, and that could be in a park, that could be at your house, mm-hmm. that could mm-hmm. be wherever. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're barbecuing, that's a whole nother subject mm-hmm. because now you're up at two o'clock in the morning. You're stoking fires. Mm-hmm. You're doing, you know, you're doing all that.
2: Yeah, I think that's you're, that's, you're that's a consensus just, definition. What was your problem with Canty and Key? They seem to agree with that definition largely. Well, no, Canty says when you invite him to a barbecue. He's
5: going to show up an hour and a half late, and then he gets then he gets in trouble with the foil pans. Now, after you're done barbecuing, pans. where I'm from, you put it in the foil pan. And if you show up an hour and a half late and then the food's tough, that's not that's not our problem.
2: I see, I see what you're saying. So there's slight differences, but the basic gist of it, in terms of who's there and food preparation and where it might be held, it's is the same. Is thing. the same. Is similar. Same thing. Same thing. All right. Well, and
5: also with right. Keyshawn a, with the mahogany yeah. tables. Yes. Yeah, so you know where went. I'm from, we poor, dude. You know you got the fold out tables when you're playing bones. You yeah. ain't slamming it on no on no mahogany
2: table. Right. Right. Key said mahogany. I don't remember that, but it wouldn't surprise me. No, he didn't say mahogany. Have, he didn't say that out loud. Not like an many. many <laughs> no, I have, he may have been thinking. I that, have many he, leather bound mahogany, books. Yeah, yes. <laughs> My office smells <laughs> of rich mahogany. D in Kentucky, you're on Keyshawn, J willem X, ESPN Radio. Coach Seth Greenberg hanging out.
1: Good morning, folks. Thank y'all for taking my call. couple
5: things real quick. Mm-hmm. The slippers, I don't wear slippers in my house, man. I got hardwood floor and carpet. I'll sit there, clean the hardwood floor, clean the carpets up real good, stuff my feet don't get that dirty. My kids' feet don't get that dirty, you know. So, y'all, I think that's just y'all's. Y'all's uh, financial life of living it, y'all. No, no I don't, I don't, the, don't try to put it on financial yeah, life of living.
3: Hold on, hold on living. I, I I wait, wait, no, no, that, wait. May I, I, see, I suggest I'm slippers cost
2: $1,000? Hold, hold cost on, may $20. I suggest? <laughs> Jay, may I suggest you Kentucky? I, I, like I, was, I grew up broke, and I wore slippers around the house when I was broke. They didn't start paying Jay to play basketball until he was like 10 years old, so let's not exaggerate here. But, D, you're from Kentucky. It's warmer, right? Yeah, man. So I get it, but in the Northeast, your feet get cold. See what I'm saying? It's He's got to have some slippers, slippers indoors.
3: Snow is in Kentucky. I, haven't seen, I was never the only slipper slippers guy. I've seen
5: that I'm cozy slippers? and warm on the inside. I like $50, $60 slippers. I'm not paying that. I'll pay
1: slippers. $5,
2: what? $10. By the way, the, the for 50 for bucks
5: you pay, you pay Walmart. for the best you could, investment you'll ever make. Put
1: socks and walk around the house. It's no, like, you know. Oh, the so, man, I can't I can't pick up a little piece of it.
2: The second
5: thing. The second thing. The second thing real quick, y'all so I can get, get somebody else on here. Second thing, Max, about these questions, you only think they're dumb because you can't have get an answer. If right, somebody called in and said, hey, there's a octagon, red octagon at this intersection, but it doesn't have the word stop, should I stop? That's a dumb question because you can give an answer to that. These questions are legit. NASA wow. has a $32 billion annual salary. They can go up to the moon again if they want to. Go ahead. Wait, I didn't you say, you say,
3: they say they I didn't, wait, no, no, you you did not know it. I, I tell did him. not object, did. That's money.
2: right,
5: D. Tell Max.
2: D, D tell I him. did him. not D, tell object. Him. Next caller, Travis the trucker. I did not trucker. object to the moon question. Travis the trucker. Oh I Why? objected How to the ridiculous, no, Max, nobody cares what you think. You're
6: wrong, Travis. What's on the moon, guys? Travis, are you there?
5: Hello, hello. How's everything, man? What's up, Travis? Yeah, we got you, First things first. Last year, I called in, and y'all were asking about the Phoenix Suns and if they will, had a chance to win. And I said about Chris Paul, nothing ever happens good to that guy. I said it. And now here we go again. He's got it traded to, to, to uh, Golden State, but that's not his stock. That's just a pump and dump. That's like when you raised the stock up, and then you kind of dump it. They did that with Poole. That was a pump and dump. Chris Paul's not going to land in Golden State, man. He's either going to go to Portland. While James goes to Miami or Chris Paul's going to Lakers, man, what y'all think about that?
1: Well, I don't. Here's the deal. I mean, like Golden State could cut him and save you know save a little bit of money and 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 then make him a free agent. I mean, that's one thing. But they're going to have to pay him. And, but they're you know, look that trade partially was made to get rid of Jordan Poole's salary and free up money. I mean, that, that that's it's just right. you know we're creating. Cap space, even though you still have to pay Chris Wall. And getting rid but of the chemistry gonna, problem. Can yeah, I just But, tell you guys but something. they're not gonna let him go to the Lakers, I can tell you that. Can much. I say the biggest thing on my mind?
3: Like yesterday when I heard the news, knowing CP three for as long as I've known him, there was not one part of me that thought CP three was happy about that. No, not one.
1: That's a bad thing. He's fit.
3: gonna say the right thing, but you going not go to the you gonna play with a dude that is your arch rival who you like. I saw they, someone on social media say something breakers, that was so funny. I don't even want like to repeat it. There are it. clips out there, of CP3 on the ground with Steph still working it. Like I don't care what anybody says as a competitor. I mean, I, I have to do my job. I'm getting paid to do my job. But damn, damn, I want to beat you more than anybody. Now I'm going to be your damn backup? I'm going to be your
2: backup? I'm not trying to end my career being your backup. 40 minutes a game, right? You know what's insane too? No. If you're Chris Paul, you're like, I nah. learned to play point guard a certain way. I perfected it like by the old way of playing point guard. You can't play it better than Chris uh. Paul. And then I have a contemporary who actually revolutionized the game. And now and like how do you compete? You can't he plays the perfect like the Larry Brown vision of a perfect point guard, the platonic ideal, the platonic ideal of a of a Larry Brown point there's Chris Paul. And then here comes Steph because now nah, I'm just gonna re- reinvent everything and be better than you.
1: Chris Paul needs the ball and the Warriors play
2: off the ball.
3: He did yeah. play off the ball with James Harden.
2: He did it well, by the way.
3: Who was like the innovator well. of like <laughs> ISO ball, step back. So he has done it before, but like it, it didn't seem like there was that fierce <clears throat> rivalry between James Harden and CP3. Because Harden right? was like, kind of a
2: two-guard yeah, when Harden's he came in the league. Bigger. CP3
3: yeah. ain't guarding James Harden. James Harden take his little ass on the block. He ain't guarding right? Steph right? either, let me, James. Let me ask
1: you. You brought up James Harden. Can you win a championship with James Harden?
3: I, I, I said before, I think James Harden should take less money for one-year deal and go play with LeBron and AD.
2: You can win a championship with James Harden, if you have a high usage player who shoots it at least as well as him, and you can rely on late in games, right? If he like, if Kyrie never gets hurt with KD and Harden, they win a championship. They were killing the Bucks. The Bucks wound up winning a championship.
1: If you had a young team, would you bring James Harden on board? Like, would you, if you were Houston, would you want to say, well, you know, here's our vet? No. I, I, th- to me, that, that is, there's no way. So, like James, you know, if look, David the best place to me for me is for him to go to. To Miami yes fits the culture fits the need takes pressure off Jimmy uh depending on who they have to give up because they can't you know but James Harden where is the best place for him to go is it to stay in Philadelphia I said LA I said that's LeBron a good one. that's you know I said LeBron
3: yeah but I he's got to come on a discount well, that's, that's why I say you take less money in a one-year deal to go play with then he's your third best player I just had or a maybe not about that. guys like Austin Reeves you can pop take out? less money. I mean, to get a championship, if it was a one-year deal, and I knew I can get the bag to go back home to
2: Houston afterwards. Yes, Jay. What if he took less money to go to the Lakers? Have you ever considered that, James Harden? This is what happens. Keyshawn, the show. Jay, Willimax. That is Coach Seth Greenberg, good enough to hang out with us for like forty-five minutes. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, guys. Appreciate Thanks, it. Someone who won a title with the Spurs is about to tell us how Greg Popovich is going to get Wemby ready. For the NBA, Keyshawn J. Willemaks, ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg. Letting you know, ESPN Bet is ready to take
5: you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play!
0: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
2: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? Yeshan J. Willamax, ESPN Radio. Let me draft you real quick. Sirius XM channel, lady. Come Boys. see my
3: house in San Antonio, man. Come over here and spend some time in our gym. Spurs fans.
6: <laughs> Spurs, Spurs fans.
2: That's the third time in the Spurs franchise history man. that they've taken like a sure thing. If he's healthy, mm-hmm. one overall, David Robinson, Tim Duncan, and now Nyama. Did you hear Seth say that he has an eight eight foot wings- yeah.
3: foot wingspan? So it's essentially. Ridiculous. Like drop coverage for him is just putting your arms up, and that's still enough to deter a shot from deep. He never has to leave his feet. No, like if if he's at the free throw line, he can reach you from the three point line. Yeah, he can recover quick enough. He that's insane, most- man. There's no other big like him in the game of basketball, ever. I mean, like Giannis has that reach, that but he's not seven foot five.
2: No, Giannis is not the same as this because he's. Stri- this is like I think you said it yesterday. Maybe it was you, like. Because I said, is it like, is the floor like Porzingis? No, it's like Anthony Davis, right? Because AD was the first player I can remember. I guess Garnett did this, but AD was the first where it was like, he's guarding both players on the pick and roll, right? Like, you could do both. He, but this dude like, is AD with maybe a little more wiggle for his size so and how, like, a better shot? Like anybody
3: that plays basketball, you know, like a lot of times, like on screens, if they're not in drop coverage, the big hedges on a screen, which, which pretty much means. The, the big is like, who's on defense, who's helping you as a defender. If we're both on defense, Max, is literally staying attached to the screener but, like, jumping out. Yep. A lot of bigs, like, leave the screener and, like, jump out to try to deter you. He essentially, what he does in his game, watching tape of him over the last couple of weeks, he stays in contact with the screener. And just reaches. And reaches yeah. out. And it looks like he's jumping out after you. And you're seeing all these guards overseas, like, literally, like, create a circle around him. It just allows you to recover so easy. Like, well, damn, that, I, 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 that sounds like a great defensive strategy with a dude like that. And he has good feet.
2: The original goat in basketball, the conversation when I was a little kid before, like, you know, MJ took off, was uh, Bill Russell or Wilt Chamberlain. And the people who liked Bill Russell liked all the championships, but also the defense. Bill Russell was primarily a defensive player, right? Like, I've had Jim Lampley, who I called fights with for years at HBO, told me that Bill Russell, it was like, think Tim Duncan – in his day, but more athletic, Mm. you know? Just just what you're thinking is the possibility and hearing what scouts and everything are saying about him defensively. Like, even if he wasn't an offensive player, it'd be a problem. But he's a pure shooter? Sean Elliott, 1999 NBA champion, two-time all-star, knows a little something about the San Antonio Spurs. Morning, Sean
7: morning if you want to call it that it's it's a great morning actually here in san antonio uh we're just all thrilled and excited god tell you of course
3: john i mean you've been around a lot of incredible players and you're so familiar with the culture and san antonio it, it's funny for a lot of people that were trying to run pop out of town you, you get this opportunity <laughs> it, it, it makes you feel so good like there is nobody that i rather like literally like pass like have a player of Victor Wimbayama's talent level to come into the league with, with the tutelage and leadership other than Greg Popovich. How great of a situation is this for Victor to get drafted into?
7: Yeah, it's the ideal situation. And really, uh, I thought coming into the season that this was really the only place for him. I I really believe that because, uh, you know, we have a lot of stability. You talked about it earlier, the culture. Uh, The fact that he gets uh, to now get a solid foundation under Pop for a few more years, that's going to be absolutely huge for him going forward in his NBA career. So uh, I thought, honestly, that if another team got him, I thought he, you know, obviously has a chance to be uh, one of the greatest of all time, but his chances go up uh, just incrementally because he's now in this organization. I I believe we have the best player development in the league. Uh, We have a family type atmosphere. Uh, We just, uh, you know, we just do things a little bit differently. And I think, you know, that's pretty well known throughout uh, the league. And so uh, for him to land in this spot, it's absolutely the ideal situation. You, I mean, look at David Robinson, look at Timmy Dun- Tim Duncan, you know, those guys stayed their entire career here. They didn't look at moving anywhere else. Uh, they stayed here. Uh, you know, they're obviously both Hall of Famers. And now you get a player that's in that same type of mold not only with his skill set, but with uh, the way he conducts himself, the way he handles himself.
2: And meantime, David Robinson, won. you know, he got to be a champion once Duncan got there and Tim Duncan came, you know, a Ray Allen shot away from being a six time champion. What are the expectations now that, I mean, I assume pop is not going to, I I would assume that pop's not going to be the coach even until year six, seven, you know, the end of that first extension, (laughs) um, just based on his age. Uh, and, and you know, he's going to have to do the Pat Riley where he finds the successor and all that stuff. But what is the expectation, do you think, in terms of championships in San Antonio, uh, the timetable with, with Wemby there?
7: Well, obviously, they're unrealistic. I mean, that's what's going on uh, right now. Our expectations amongst the fan base, I think, is unrealistic i I think people believe we're gonna win championships right off the bat, and I just don't see that happening. And I think it's going to be an adjustment period uh, for this young man and for uh, the players around him. you know, we got a really young ball club, really uh, young roster. Uh, it's gonna take a little bit of time, but uh i'm I'm saying you know, three or four years down the line, you're talking about a team that's going to contend every single year that he's here. And so I, I think people need to temper their expectations a little bit. Uh, don't expect you know us going to the, the finals year one or two. I think I think that's completely unrealistic. But uh, I mean, I think people should be excited because just when you just look at the talent and the skill set and the mindset uh, and all the the players that we have around them and the coaching staff, the sky is the limit.
2: Me, I like mean, I like the way he put that, Jay. Um, that. Within three or four years, the expectation, a reasonable expectation is that within three or four years, they should contend every year he's there. That makes a lot of sense, right? But the the, the thing, Sean, can you hear us? The thing about the NBA now is with the play-in tournament, 10 out of 15 teams are still playing after the regular season, Jay, and I think that speeds up expectations for fans because you're thinking maybe not in year one, but you should be contending for that play in year one and year two. You ought to make it. And then once you make it into the play in, you're thinking, Hey, win a game or two. And now we're in the playoffs.
3: Well, look, I mean, there are some free agent targets. Obviously, you know, you keep hearing the name, Fred Van Vliet. I wonder mm-hmm. how Fred Van Vliet will be with a guy like Victor Wimbayama. If they can get that done from the guard perspective. And they have some young pieces as well. I think one of the biggest things that nobody's really made mention of yet as it relates to Victor Wimbayama is, you know, I saw Mark Stein report this the other day about the fact that Tim Duncan, Mono Ginobili, and Tony Parker, you know, will be there to assist Victor, right? So, like, San Antonio right out of the gate surrounding Victor with one of the best power forwards to ever play the game. You know, another player – who's came from the same country as him and Tony Parker, who can help him get acclimated, and then Milo Ginobili, which, I mean, obviously the European game, understanding the system, the scheme, and how it works. I think that team, to help a guy like Victor, and and I said this the other day, everybody needs bigger brothers when they get drafted. Like, so you need somebody to say, let me show you how to do this, young brother. That's why we thought the move of Marcus Smart to Memphis was so imperative for a guy like John Morant. Having somebody to say, this is how you work, this is how you train. Here are where to limit your distractions. Here's what the coach really means when he gets on your tail. Think about why Miami still has Udonis Haslam on the bench. right? It's to help guys like Tyler Hero understand. This is what Eric Spoelstra means by that. So I think having that lineage you know, throughout all that timeline really helps Victor get acclimated quicker.
2: His shooting, his defense, all that ridiculous. And then the next level will be, he's not known as a great passer from what I can gather, you know, neither was Hakeem when he came in the league, and he became a force multiplying kind of player because he got to be a very good passer later in his career, which means there's room for growth, right? Duncan made everyone around him better by moving the ball, which means Wembayama over time. Could you imagine if he adds that to his repertoire eventually? Exactly. Jay, Lock It In. Does Wemby lead them to a title? Lock It In this is brought to you by Gorilla for the toughest jobs on planet Earth. In his career, yes. Pat has more questions coming up. 888 say ESPN.
8: to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P slash unsportsmanlike.
2: g Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. Pat, I understand you have more inane questions. Excellent or, uh, questions, I believe. is what you meant. If I told you inane meant excellent, would you believe me? Uh, that's an excellent question, Max. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Or is it an inane one? Go ahead, Pat. How do we know how heavy the earth is? How do we what? How do we know how heavy Earth is? That's a legit question. How do we measure Earth's mass? Well, one way you can measure indirectly is that the force of gravity I'm is not as- constant I'm not and about inversely indirectly. proportional about to directly? distance to how- the mass of the it's proportional to the mass of the object and inversely proportional to the distance. So there are many ways you can measure the mass of the Earth, Earth including its gravitational pull on other objects.
3: Sounds like well, a guess to me. Why'd you say indirectly? Why wouldn't it be directly?
2: It would be indirectly because it's not as though you're going to put it on a scale. So you can't. But you can gauge it by the gravitational pull it exerts on objects around it. Yeah, but gauge doesn't mean Yes, exact. it means measure, yeah. Doesn't mean exact. You could also, I suppose, find the I can average, gauge. Figure out the average density based on its composition, and then it's you know, then you just do the you just figure it out based on the uh, circumference, you know, like the, the volume. And you could do it that way. There's a million ways to do it. I love you watching it. you figure this stuff out in real time. But these, these are not, these are, you know. Go, very go ahead, complex Pat. stuff. Man. Pat is thinking, how do you know how much the earth weighs if you don't have a scale? Go ahead, Pat. Exactly. Let's just get a big scale, stick it out there.
6: But we'll you're really talking
2: about mass, not weight. But go ahead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> I love that Max gets so annoyed by these
3: questions. It's the best thing to happen to me today on a Friday.
6: How can it's- the brain think about itself without driving itself crazy? All right that's next question Pat.
2: I don't know why you would make the assumption that the brain can that drive that becoming self-conscious drives one crazy. Yeah
0: that's but, nice. that, that
2: by the way that's a fairly interesting thought is there some insanity in becoming self-conscious? I suppose you could argue under certain under many circumstances there could be but why do you make that assumption that self-consciousness is the same as insanity? I
6: don't know it's just, it's just weird to me that you can think about your own brain and it doesn't drive you insane. Like obsessive
3: compulsive self consciousness? Like, that could be, that's sure, scary. Yeah. Sure. Or, or, or yeah. you,
2: or you, there there are a lot of ways to yeah. think. I'm thinking about other stuff that's yeah, gonna you're going to take too down long deep, to explain. Brad, oh, go ahead, yes.
4: yeah.
6: <laughs> Why was stop, drop, and roll such an important part of elementary school learning? Yeah. I've, has anyone ever stopped, dropped, and rolled? I've never even seen anyone catch on fire. It was such an important it's thing. I thought it was going to be happening all the time. Let question.
2: me venture a guess. I'm guessing that once upon a time, when there were more wooden structures, and children were in them. It was a more common occurrence, and you wanted to take all precautions necessary in terms of, you know, like stop. spread fire. Why of would fires you roll to to put it out? Hmm. If the fire is on you, you we practice
1: on on like concrete too. So it was, yeah, I'm it's like, true. Got
2: it up with rug burns. I'm like, hold on, yo, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> Choking also was a thing where you would swear, like, oh my god, but but it was it yeah, is a thing, and maybe okay. you know we're yeah yeah. The reason we don't think about it as much is because those preventative measures have worked. Hard-hitting questions. It's more
6: like run, scream, and pray, I feel like, but I don't run, know. Run, scream, and pray. Well,
2: you try run, sc- running, screaming, and praying, and someone else tries d- stopping, dropping, and rolling, and my, I'd venture to guess that the people who stopped, dropped, and rolled would get better outcomes. But go ahead. Yeah, it seems 50-50. How many colors
3: exist that we can't wait, perceive? Wait. Ba- imagine like, like a little six-year-old's going to like, wait a second, I have an idea. I'm on fire. Let me stop, ah! drop, and roll. No, they're going like, to go, ah! I thought and run the rule and pray. was, scream yeah. the exactly. word fire, people are going to come help you. That's what mm-hmm. they told me. Mm-hmm.
6: How many colors exist that we can't perceive? And which animals can perceive colors that we can't? Because there have
2: to be some there, animals. There are. And you know, just look it up. That's an easy question just to look up. Like ultraviolet light. You want to know every d- 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 color on the spectrum that yeah, but, we can't perceive with that visual with our naked eye? amazing. But those we, they're, they're on the spectrum. There it's have to energy, be colors like outside of the spectrum. microwave energy, ultraviolet. Like what are we, you know, there's a whole spectrum of energy. Yeah, yeah, but there have so to be colors outside of the spectrum yes that can be detected by by other animals sure look it up google it you google it there's a repository of human (laughs) information at your fingertips pat a question question, like that look it up
3: next question
1: (laughs) yo this is the funniest stuff we've done all year Go ahead, Pat. Please, give me
2: some more. Remember in Spaceballs when he said, how many planks I got on this ship anyway? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded <laughs> <You're> by... by- <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Pat.
6: Uh, do fish think they're flying since they can't touch the ground?
2: Actually, swimming you can fli- think wait, of wait. as a form of flying because... How do fly- fish even know what flying is? Uh, if it's a flying fish? Because there are flying fish, right? They Are they, yeah. they flying in the yeah, world? Yeah. Right?
3: Do, do you <laughs> but, think they consciously know
2: that they're flying fish? I don't think they label themselves flying fish. So how would they you can't even answer that question? No, that they speak English? Because they're not going to think anything. However, I will say that when you think about what it is to swim, you're moving through a medium, right, without touching solid surface. Yes. That's like flying, except the medium is water right, instead so of swimming. air. It's denser than air. But for birds who have hollow bones, the air is, is, you know, dense enough for them to move through it, like as though they're swimming. So you could look at a, a bird who's flying as though it's a fish that's swimming. You could reverse the whole polarity of his uh, argument. Polarity. See, if you say, if you say reverse polarity, if, you can save are, the world. If these are the
3: conversations or, with you on a Friday morning, I can't wait to have a conversation with you on a Friday evening. Hmm.
2: <laughs> yes, those get very interesting. Those get very interesting. Anything else, Pat? But-
6: yeah, how do we know how to read? I don't understand how we decided that the sounds and, and letters like form these specific... Words have you stuff? noticed it that doesn't different make any cultures with
2: different alphabets have different symbols for different sounds? Yeah, pa- I don't, don't understand how that? we came up with any of them. Would you guess that maybe they evolved differently in different regions based on a host of factors, including random ones that would be, like, you're really into... But I just, like... Take up etymology! Like, why is F... <laughs> or, or, in this case, the formation of language. What? Like, why is F... <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Why does it, are you, is this an interesting question to you? Why the way we draw F makes the F sound... That, is that what you're asking? Basically. Why are you looking at me? Isn't your mother an educator? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not a very good one. <laughs> All right, one
6: more.
3: Yes. Uh, I really want to say, Molly just walked in to do first thing. Ahead, I really Pat. want to start asking her some of these questions. I think she would get a kick out of it.
6: The number pi. How does it pie. exist? Why does
2: it exist? How did we f- figure out that it existed? You can continue figuring out pi It doesn't make sense. Because to describe a circle what is using, deci- using digits, you're never going to be able to capture the exact value. It just keeps going forever. Why do we need the value of a circle? What's that? Why do we need the value of a circle? Okay, Pat, listen to me. Uh, no, not Pat. Everyone else. This is why everyone your kids else. have to read books. <laughs> Pat Costello is why. Make sure your kid reads books. And it can't all be Harry Potter. Wait, 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 wait. Well, if we put Harry Potter in Philly, that's a different thing. We got we ten please, seconds left. We have to pitch that movie. Harry one real question. Potter in Philly.
3: Why? Why are we finding lakes in the ocean? Can someone tell me this?
2: Yeah, tell that's us a that. more. That's the most interesting question yet today. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from six to ten Eastern on ESPN Radio.